And welcome back to another week of the Sisters Acting Up podcast. I'm your favorite host here, Solo Dolo with the Red Cup today. <laughs> Happy December 1st to everybody listening to my voice. Every, hopefully everybody, excuse me, is well and feeling good and also living life, being safe. You know, all that good stuff I always love to say. When to get back, I was like, I put the last episode out and I was like, I'm, I'm kind of in the zone. I want to finish all my goals. I'm trying to do a lot of things before the end of this year. So it's like, no, I, I missed all of November. So I really want to be on it in December. <laughs> so let's get to it, you know, right back at them. Um, <clears throat> so everybody, thank you for tuning back in. Keep streaming the goddamn show. All you great individuals out there that love to tune in and listen to me talk my shit every time or this ignorance with this wisdom. Uh, every installment of this show, I always appreciate it. I always appreciate the feedback on social media, uh, whether it's on social media or people that I know that personally hit me up. I'm always thankful. I'm always thankful. Even if you're not listening and you're still sharing my show on the socials. I'm always very thankful because without this show, there is, there is no show without any people tuning in. (laughs) I've already lived through those times in my life. So over time you learn to be humble and thank the folk, (laughs) but no, man, I can't believe we've flown through the year this fast. I feel like every year I always say, you know, you better get right. You sound like the old people that always used to say it. You better get right with God. And <laughs> the end is near. <laughs> I always think of that. But that's that's me being funny. But I'm being serious. Like, you know, just time. What is time? Time is time is ever changing. It's, it's ever changing. It's quick. You don't even look at things that quickly. You know, I went and looked at the Spotify raps, you know, because this week it was a big deal. All the people that got Spotify, you know, you listen to your music and whatever you do on Spotify. Me, I don't necessarily look at Spotify for music because I don't use it as my go-to for music. Of course, I only do the go-to for this show. And I went to go look at the Spotify rap and just the, the highs that we had this year and just things I forgot. And the analytics is just like, Damn, we did that. That was this year. (laughs) I don't even remember doing that. When did that happen? Thank you, Spotify rap. I didn't remember. So it's very interesting. Just how time just be flying, child. You better get your goals in before you can while you're on a living. You know, while you're living on this square every day. You know, because... You just don't know. You can look up and six years then flew by. You'd be like, God damn, (laughs) you going to slow down? Nope. Okay, I guess you ain't going to slow down. We just going to let you keep rocking out life. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing everything fast. Um, But anyway, let's get into some of these good old topics. You know, I really don't want to talk about politics today because it's, you know, I was actually before we, before I, when I was constructing my list of what to talk about and recapping the week, talk about the year flying through, I think a week can fly just as, just as fast. And sometimes it can't, right? But it's been a lot of politics news when it comes to of course this Israel thing and Gaza and Palestine and everybody else over there. You know, all I'm gonna say about this, and we've already touched on it weeks and weeks, you know, as things have progressed worse over time. Now we're in December and I believe this started over what, last month? And within a month this has literally triggered a situation of us really going to war and now we are in the part where America 
does what they do. <laughs> they don't only pay the credit card bill, baby. They they are always the ones in the tuck that's always being the puppet master. And then our people here in America have to trickle it down outside of the political folk, pundits and folks that drive war. You get the citizens, us, the regular people, the people on the ground, right, that are living every day and how we take stands so so quickly on things that have nothing to do with us in other countries that we've never lived. You know, and I'm sitting here with saying my opinion every week and every installment on this show. So I'm no different than any other American, American. Right. But the thing about it that makes it worse when you add war in there, what makes it worse is is business and then it's racism and then it's systematic oppression and all those other things. Right. So then you bring in the capitalism part. And the systematic part, the systematic and capitalism part is the fact that all these businesses over here in America fund all this shit. It funds all the air attacks. It funds all the kids being slaughtered that we see on CNN. You know, the people that are the citizens over there in those places and they have to go and run and do what they do. And then it becomes a thing over here systematically in America where you have all these businesses that support those things. But we don't find those things out as the citizens over here until we have situations like this. You got Starbucks over there. Good old Starbucks. Starbucks always in the shit. I've never really liked Starbucks like that. If I had to be just real with y'all, I'm not a big coffee drinker. Um... I used to, before I started changing my diet, I used to drink hot chocolate a lot. I still like it a lot, but it's a lot of sugar in it, you know, but so I'll probably get something like that or a tea. I'm really a tea type of person, coconut water type of person in the morning um, since I don't really drink coffee or hot chocolate or any of those things. But you know, Starbucks is the number one place probably that sells you coffee. I don't really like Starbucks like that because they're kind of expensive to me. Um, but you never will pass by a Starbucks that's empty. You know, it's always somebody in the Starbucks line. So I'm bringing up the trickle down effects of how war ties into Starbucks and how this is all going to make sense. Well, Starbucks is getting protested and has been getting protested heavily because I believe they're on one of the sides. I don't want to say incorrectly, uh, but they, they, they fund the, some of these, you know, political pundits over there in, the other countries that are outside of America um, and put dollars in, in, in a lot of things into the pockets to kill other people. So you look at where the money is going. They told you, I don't know if some of the people that are listening to my voice are Wire fans, the show on HBO, but one of the characters on that show, he's, he's a famous quote. He said, you always, uh, what's his name? I can't think of the man's name his uh, character, but just the quote comes to mind is he say, you, you know, you always have to follow the money. (laughs) The money follows, the money takes, once you follow the money, excuse me, once you follow the money, you get to see everything, who it funds, who's it going to, what they're doing with it, da, 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 da. It's just, it's the old age tale, follow the money. Starbucks, follow the money, right? So everybody's like mad that Starbucks is supposed to pick a side because you know that it isn't, systematic oppression or America, if you don't have to pick a side, (laughs) everybody has to pick a side. You cannot be in the middle. You can't be on one side. You can't be on the left or the right or the middle or nothing. You got to pick a side, (laughs) draw the line in the sand. That's what they tell you 
here in America. So Starbucks is picking their line in the sand and they're going to keep supporting the people um, within this war situation with these countries over here or these groups of people, I should say, because I don't want to misspeak on um, what their beliefs are and different things, because that, again, goes into me speaking as an American who doesn't really know you know, they've been fighting and doing all this stuff for years. And is you know, slaughtering of Jew, Jewish people is never, you're not supposed to slaughter folks. Like, why Why we can't get that simple thing down? But anyway, I'm going in a different direction, uh, way left. Back to the main point. Systematic capitalism always trickles down. And then you got all the people in America, you can't go to Starbucks. How dare you go to Starbucks? Defund, defund, defund. And then the old people are like, no, don't you tell us young kids to defund our Starbucks. Don't you tell us to not go see this concert and support this artist that also funds da, 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 da. And then it becomes this thing on social media where everybody's bullying everybody because you didn't put the flag up or you didn't put this up and you don't stand there and hashtag, hashtag. How much more can we take, right? Well, that's what's happening online with a lot of people. You know, celebrities are being told, pull your films from these, uh, you know, showing it over here in Israel and over for the Palestine folks. And you're getting money over there in war. Maybe they might need to see the Beyonce concert. I don't know, y'all, but, you know, because there's a lot going on. But you also have to follow the money, you know, saying follow the trail. You're, you're getting paid off of somebody else's pain, Right. It's kind of bad, you know, but then, like I said, there's the thing of (laughs) before I've said, pay me for my, you know, pay me for my pain. You know, my pleasure is my pain. Pay me for my pain. (laughs) And that's going to be money, baby. Dollar signs. Almighty dollar. Any song you want to put in there. So I don't know how I feel about all of that. I just feel like it's just a cycle that is just going to keep continuing with these wars and these presidents make their their next resume builder off of us in the lives of other people is no different. There has been other niggas and bitches that say this before me. I got here, y'all. I don't want to be rude. But I'm just being real. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, I don't think people should get bombed on. That's what I think. You know, I don't think that should be happening. I don't think anybody should be funding those things and. Then the conversation always comes up. Well, Obama was doing the same thing when people love Obama and the presidency he was doing. I was like, absolutely. He was bombing on niggas, too. He was killing folk. He was doing it with airstrikes, you know what I'm saying, with the drones and shit. So I don't know. All I know is we all just trying to make it and at least try to be something in this little bit of life that we all have. Can y'all political people at least stop trying to you know, silently pay the credit card bills of other countries and whatnot, Mr. Biden over there. I don't know what else to tell you. That's what I got on politics. I'm going to trickle it into some other things about the economy that also have went viral. This video that I found, I always find the videos about pay interesting and things that go viral amongst pay. I, y'all know I like that. There, <laughs> there was a video of this woman that went viral here recently, um, her race shall be nameless. Uh, we're going to leave that nameless because I'm not even going to go from that angle in this story this time. But it was, she went viral and was crying because she was breaking down on TikTok, not like giving us specific numbers or in depth of what she makes per se through income. 
But she was breaking down that it's her her husband who also has a job. She's a nurse. She said that. She has kids. It's a family of four, so two kids. So you got this, you know, family that has a ranch style, probably home. She was showing the kitchen, uh, you know, in the TikTok video. Normal suburban, so they say middle class person. And she was crying in the video because she was saying after they all pay the bills, she only has like they have, well, from her finances after they budget everything. And she didn't say what specific bills. She just said she only had, after she pays all her bills, she only has $200 after she pays all her bills. And so this 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 TikTok video went viral. And everybody was eating her up. Like, <laughs> I hate to laugh, but everybody was like getting there like, that's what you had left? That's a lot of money. <laughs> and then you had a lot of people was like, see, what are you crying for? That's good. That's a good. What are you crying about? You got some money. I've had way less. I've worked for $2 and I still made it into two weeks from now, <laughs> you know? You had all those people and then you had people that were like, yo, that's bullshit. That's capitalism. That's that's systematic shit. That's <laughs> they sound like me, right? But you got those people that are saying, you know, this is not a lot of money to have for a family of four in today's economy where I can also as a single person spend two hundred dollars on about a week. Plus of groceries in today's economy, I'm just a single person, but I could play, I can literally probably almost spend $200 just at the grocery store, baby. If I buy everything and, and I'm a single person, but when I don't eat out, I like to have what I like to have in my house. So we just going to buy it, you know, and I'm going to let that stretch for the next two weeks. Like most people, some people buy, what it, I don't even know if you can buy groceries monthly like that anymore. Who is getting by? Yeah, don't answer that question, y'all, because don't send me the EBT folks and all of them. Because I don't even think they going by what is expensive as groceries are in today's time. It's not for other people that live in my household. So if $200 is all she had left after payday for other three other people and herself that she has to feed and her husband got a good job, because that's what she was saying in the video. Like, you know, I don't even know what a good wage is anymore. She was saying that she don't know what good income because, you know, I'm I'm a nurse. So I can understand her frustration of saying that. Because think, I think when people, the people who were saying that's a lot of money, $200 after they pay all your bills. I'm like, for a family of four, that's not until payday. That's probably in another two weeks. That is not a lot of money. That can go in one week. What do you mean? Somebody in this family, some little kid in here, I guarantee going to tell you, hey, mom, hey, dad, I got da-da-da-da-da at school. Oh, can you spot me 40 bucks? They said we got to have da-da-da-da-da for da-da-da-da-da. You'd be like, shit, that $200 already dwindling, baby. Now here comes somebody at your job. We're having a picnic for da-da-da-da-da. This is their last, your coworker, it's their last day. We want everybody to pitch in 60 bucks. I ain't got it, man. What you mean? $60. I only got $200 to pay day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, what if your car just happened to have a situation? Your tire pop. You know, one tire is $200. <laughs> what do you mean? 
If you want to buy a brand new tire, you do you do you guys not realize that one tire, one brand new tire is is depending on the size of your car, of course. But it's close to goddamn two hundred dollars. Why you think there's so many tire shops popping up everywhere? I would I would get a tire shop too if a tires was a thousand dollars. They ain't used to be they used to be expensive back in the day, day. But not this expensive in today's day day. Uh, excuse me, y'all talking about two hundred dollars? That's poor. But I think it goes again into the question of what people are actually making and what people think is good money. You can't budget yourself out of broke, baby. You can budget and budget them numbers all day. But if you broke, you broke. You poor, you poor. I've been poor. I've been a poor before. <laughs> I understand. So I don't think people should have been eating her up a little bit about it. Y'all go check out the video. It's pretty funny. It's pretty interesting. So listen, on from that, let's get into the real tea. I mean, the real, real tea, y'all. <laughs> I'm a part of the beehive and don't even realize it. <laughs> There's no more halfway member. I'm a full member. I get just sign me up. I didn't used to be all the way up in here, but I went to go see the movie, y'all. Oh my God. I'm still in the high. I saw it last night. Premiere day here in St. Louis and all the other cities, of course. The Renaissance film, a film by Beyonce. I went to go check it out. AMC Theaters. If you are out this weekend, you should go check it out too. Even if you're listening to this, is listening to this, and it's not the weekend, you should go still check it out if it's still in your city. Cause what I'm saying to y'all is the movie slayed me. I understand why y'all giving mama over there four and five hundred dollars to get to the to, to let me say two. The family can't even go see Beyonce. She can't even go see Beyonce because that's not even. It's depending on the seat that she get. That's two hundred dollars. Shit, she gonna need a little more because that's tax. And all the fees that come on there. And like $300 just to go see Beyonce. But I would have paid. Uh, let me say this. After seeing this movie, dog, if you if you want to go on a budget-friendly tip for the Renaissance tour, if you was a girly like me who didn't spend your coins and go to the actual show and you didn't get to experience it live, this is just the next best option. I applaud her, Taylor Swift and Beyonce and all these other artists out here that are doing the tour thing, y'all should do that because I felt like I was actually at a concert. I had to keep reminding myself, I'm not at a concert. I am in the movies. It was other people in there cheering and we was clapping. We didn't win the Mew Challenge because they was in there talking, but I ain't going to tell on nobody, y'all. <laughs> However, I was talking too. So I was dancing and forgetting. It was, oh my God, it was such a great experience. I'm still on the high. If you, and just a word of advice, you know, for all the all us the the girlies and the guys out there and the families that want to go to the Beyonce tour, and this is all you got, go and spend your twenty twenty plus dollars. And the movies is twenty plus dollars. Remember when that bitch used to be ten dollars? Yeah, yeah. When I was coming up, the movies was twelve to fifteen dollars to just for a ticket. It was it's somebody listening to my boys from the eighties and nineties like bitch. We used to spend five dollars. What do you mean $10, $12, $15? That's a movie ticket. Well, guess what? You can also eat yourself a full-fledged steak dinner in that mug too and have a waiter come up to you and serve you some drinks. Look at the time that we in now. Inflation, capitalism, at its finest. But back to the movie. Dog, I'm still like in awe. I know I keep, I don't really have words to say, but I'll get into the movie without spoiling too much because some people might want to go experience it. But for the people that didn't see the show, 
That is a bad lady right there. Can't nobody touch that lady on stage. I'm about to say it right now. I don't think it's a person right now in today's level of entertainers that are on, on the shit that she's on. I mean, and this is coming from somebody who's giving Beyonce critiques in her musical efforts in the past. Um, and who hasn't, I've always watched Beyonce, but I've never, I haven't, I don't think her music, we, look at me, I'm in the beehive so much, I don't know what to say. Don't sting me, beehive, don't sting me. I was right there in the scene in the, in the, in the, in the, in the movie last night when we watched her in the beehive costume. I thought that was great. I was right there. I was like, that is the cutest thing ever. I was like, oh my God, I'm so captivated. <laughs> Oh my goodness, this is why y'all spending all this money go see this show. I think this is wonderful. But I feel like she's given us more to chomp on in her now career where she is now. It's a message. It's about freedom. It all ties in the show itself with the theme of the album. I could still... I know when Tidal does their, their Spotify wrapped, you know, but I got Tidal. Uh, when we do the end of the year music I've listened to, I definitely know that I still listen to Renaissance. That's definitely still heavily in my rotation of music. But as far as the movie goes, man, it's, it was well put together. Beyonce is creative. She's very heavily, heavily handed. And that's how I know that she is truly an artist at all forms, even on the business side, of course. But creating when you want to entertain and get on that stage and pull off shows world tours it's a reason why a lot of today's artists cannot go do world tours you feel me watching that movie i see why i've already understood that from liking music and understanding you know this is how they go make their money on tour but actually making it an experience and it's entertaining where city to city is going to sell out and you know the lady or the that guy on that stage is going to put it down and you're going to get costumes and you're going to get dancers and you're going to get full bands and you're going to get stage design. She said in the movie, I'm finna let out a little spoiler. She said, because of course they didn't just show you the concert in all the different cities, of course. They also showed you how she put it together, the behind the scenes. That's the stuff I also love to see also, just like when she did... um. Bay Chilla on Netflix. I thought that is it's a reason why that movie is up there highly regard because, you know, the dedication that this woman puts into her craft and her business and rolling with the family, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> during the tour. But her creativity, she said this tour, it took her four years to get here, to put it together, to give it to us this year. Four years um, we talking about set designs. We talking about costumes. We talking about actually she built her, and they do this a lot with concerts, but not everybody because this costs money. So in order to do all this, you gotta have it and get pay, get a profit back. You know, what I'm saying what you put in is what you gotta get back times, and she's getting it back, baby. Because I want to go spend another ticket, another some more money, and go see it again. That's <laughs> that just shows you what she did to me in the experience of that movie theater uh, watch there. So I can only imagine what that experience is going to be like if I ever get to one of her shows. And that day will happen when she's ready to come back in five years. If that's five years, Beyonce, I might have to save $30 a day uh, a week until we get there. So <laughs> I'm just kidding, right? But she talked about this, uh, how they built this stage because the stage sits in the, for this tour 
they it's four set stages like into one that they built together and then of course you got to mount that each city put it together and each one that's a lot of a setup you know what i'm saying and the aerodynamics of stage or stadiums how they built i mean because she don't do no small venues she's doing nothing but stadiums big 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 stuff you know they play football games in stadiums right that's a lot of motherfuckers you feel what i'm saying that's a lot of folks that's a lot of work that's a lot of geography that I don't I went to sleep in that shit. But great experience, you know. Um her talking about who Uncle Johnny was and all these, you know, intricate pieces to the album that carried off into her life story and what she wanted to present us. It's a great body of work. I think it's probably still Beyonce's best album. I'm gonna keep saying it. I think I said that a year ago when it came out. I can honestly sit here and say that. And if you got an opportunity to go check that movie out, <laughs> you need to go see it. That's all I'm going to tell you. You need to go see it. You need to check it out. Um, and you need to experience it if you're a music lover, even if you're not really into Beyonce like that. Just to experience why her fans go crazy for her. This is why. I swear I felt I was right there in at, at a concert watching that movie. As hype as we was up in the theater and my theater was you know pretty mellow up until pretty height on certain songs and that's how you can captivate an audience that is art that is a talent that i don't know a lot of people have another thuggery news <laughs> hey y'all young thug the rapper oh my goodness you know i can only imagine getting on and getting famous to become a famous rapper where all my songs on the radio and then i'm getting indicted after having a 10 plus year career so far i'm getting indicted on rico charges because you think that i've been promoting and funneling from my rap career promoting a gang ysl which we know if you listen to thug of music you know exactly he say that all the time. Why SL? He say that it. He say that all the time. And we don't know is is he referencing the brand Yves Saint Laurent or is he talking about this gang shit? The people that they allege him and his crew been killing. I don't know. It ain't for me to snitch. I ain't in it. I live a very non criminal activity type of lifestyle, so I have no idea. But it is interesting to have a successful rap career. Then you end up slapped with one of these charges and we watching you in the courtroom fight for your life. You and your homeboys. They got thug on murders and all kinds of stuff they trying to say he did. Well, the trial finally started. They indicted him last year. He finally, <laughs> he finally got into court and it's been nothing but a circus since it first started. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm just sitting there reading the notes. This guy, <laughs> young Lord, young thug, excuse me, young thugs attorney opened up the opening statements the first day saying and layering it because, I, and I see his point of what he was trying to do because the state, of course, who's prosecuting him is saying you and your folks, you know, for Rico charges, which is also interesting because Atlanta is going through that whole cop city thing down there where they're trying to start out all the motherfuckers and the cops, you know, getting trained in these freaking specialized training areas and deploying that type of thing that they're starting in Atlanta to other cities, which just means more cops. 
more people patrolling, more people getting in tickets for bullshit, right? Not stopping crime, more of that. But that's neither here nor there. So they're saying that, you know, Young Thug is a part of this. He was the head of this criminal organization and we got proof and showing. So his lawyer is trying to detest that. Like, you know, it's just songs. How do you know he's not talking about, you know, St. Laurent, Eve St. Laurent? He, why SL ain't a gang? I don't know nothing about that. Who is Thug? <laughs> this is so funny. Thug means truly humble under God. That's what his lawyer said. It don't mean thug. I'm not riding down on nobody. I'm a stoner. I don't stone niggas. <laughs> I'm not a stoner. He told you. He told you he was a stoner in the song. But he, he really said, I am truly humbled under God. That's what I was trying to tell you. I was, I was, I was talking about the stones that Jesus, they did to Jesus. Okay. That's what young thug lawyer <laughs> opened up the court case of this man. They say they got evidence. And I remember a time when young thug used to be, you know, doing a lot on the internet. I ain't going to reference back, but it was a time. Do we remember the time? There was a time where that man was on the internet you know, making idle threats against people. And, you know, they allegedly, you didn't hear it from me. Allegedly, I don't do gang activity, but I will. I don't, I don't even do the police, but I don't, I'm not here to snitch on nobody, but I, they said you kind of, you kind of set some people up to get shot. And they said you set up Lil Wayne to get him, his bus shot up. His bus got shot up when he was in Atlanta. I don't, I remember that very early on in your career, Thugger. Truly hum, humbled under God. <laughs> that is hilarious, Doug. Truly humbled under God. He really, he really said that. So he's trying to like say that, you know, this is a rapper. He's, he's just, you know, you got the wrong idea. He comes from a great family. They had to, they had to struggle so he had to pick up rap to to feed his family. You know, that's the type of opening statements. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's entertaining for clickbait. But I don't know if that's going to keep him out of jail. If they actually have proof that he was setting up people and putting hits and doing it through the Internet and throwing up gang signs and people allegedly ending up missing. I don't know what else to tell Mr. Truly Humble Under God over there if they really got him on, on papers doing that shit. But, you know, you didn't hear it from me. So this should be an interesting trial. It's something for us to watch and be entertained by because it's, you know, I told y'all, it's something that was the first day. Then the next day, the first day of trial first, I don't know how I would be able to feel sitting in court and my life is on the line and this judge got his dog. The judge had the dog, his dog up there with him while he's up there. Listening to Mr. Thug, Mr. Truly Humbled Under God, his 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 lawyers up here telling us that thug means this instead of that. And then you got the judge up here with a with a poodle dog. What kind of shit? If my life was on the line, this is what I got to deal with. I don't even know how I would survive something like that. I would I don't I don't know. This is why I don't do crime. See? And then the next day on the trial, the freaking the freaking media, no jumper, they say allegedly. Y'all know who that is. If y'all don't know, y'all go do y'all due diligence. He has a podcast over there. You know, I call him another Vlad, another culture vulture, but a lot of people watch his his content. He was in court, and they say 
him and some other media outlets filmed and put out on the live stream the jurors of this trial. I'm like, who doesn't know in court that you're not supposed to film the, the jurors? They have backup jurors, of course. But who doesn't know that? Come on. What kind of stuff is this? Young Thug got a long trial to go. I don't know if... It, y'all, child, I hope you didn't do this shit, Thug. I hope you got money. I mean, he eating good. He looked like he been greasing up in there. He probably getting all the stuff in jail. <laughs> he been greasing. But I don't know how long you're going to be wanting to grease up in jail. You feel what I'm saying? I hope this ain't true, man. Because I like Thug. But I don't know, man. That is, that's a tough break. That's all I'm going to say because oh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you on this trial, but we're going to be tuned in, I guess. We'll come back and talk to the people when more happens. But truly humbled under God. And the next time anybody call one of my black brothers a, a thug, that's what I'm going to say. That is a truly humbled human being under God. That that's who, That is truly humble. He is truly humbled under God. That's what it is, not human. We just added the H, the, the, the H in there, you know, so triple H, triple, triple H thugs. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Shit's wild, man. Shit's wild. Shout out to Young Thug, though. I hope it works out for him. Let me talk about some NBA real quick. Listen, Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, just, just bring the man, bring the gun band man back. We need him back, okay? Because y'all record right now? You need somebody that need to shoot y'all up the conference ladder. And I think that might be Jaron Morant coming back to, to play some basketball. That's all I'm going to say. But he got 10 games, Mr. Gunman over there. He got 10 games. Let the nigga come on back. Hopefully he can sit down and keep his candle guns at home. Yeah, they say he had a candle gun the second time. Keep your candle guns, you know, in the tuck somewhere else. Go to the real Bath and Body Works. You know what I'm saying? Get you a real candle, Ja. And come help your team out because they really need it. Derrick Rose is doing as best as he can. You got Marcus Smart over here. He over here yelling at the bench like, what the hell is that shit? And I know he freaking out because he got traded to Memphis from a championship, you know, contenders. So he probably like, this is bullshit. We losing. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> you know, so I don't know what to tell you. What I do know is the Lakers suck. Like. <laughs> we can it's still early we got past thanksgiving they got christmas day games i don't know man like it's not good this season like they getting pounced on by teams that they shouldn't get pounced on i watched them in the philly game i was like lebron how y'all get pounced on and then take a break y'all got pounced on by okc what's going on this so i guess it's just Rub the rub the jersey, LeBron is back. That's what we going to get this season? Or you just stand there and play no defense and rub your jersey? Okay. And yeah, Anthony Davis is consistently inconsistent. I don't. We don't know what you going to do, brother. Is you showing up or not? I, I've been there before where I've been consistently inconsistent. I ain't going to give you too much flack. But I'm going to need something to shake really fast. Because if y'all getting shaked that fast, I don't know what to tell you. Warriors. Just sit Chris Paul down. He already got an injury. Just sit him down. <laughs> Just sit him down. Clay, he might need to sit down too. I'm sorry. He not the old Clay. It's all right. Y'all got bombed on. Then y'all won one, of course, here recently. But Sacramento can literally send them home if they play a little better. 
Wiggins, it's over. I don't know. It's over, man. JT, the St. Louis brethren, he looking good. A shout out to the boy. He doing what he's supposed to do. And that is get there. He got to get it done this season. I feel like they should win the championship. Ain't no reason why they shouldn't. Damian Lillard and my man Giannis, they looking good. They going to lose some games and then win them back. But they looking good. They getting that chemistry down to, to – they getting it tight. They getting it locked. I like it. I fucks with it. I hope they go far too. But it's overall, I don't know if I want to get into this Josh Giddy situation with him and the underage girl that they alleging that he's been messing with for a little while. Because he's he's either 19 or 21. I don't know how much this how young this nigga is. But he's still playing and he has these allegations that are picking up. And they're getting backlash because he's playing. I guess I'll get into it. But all I know, if his skin looked another another tone, we wouldn't even be trying to sweep this under the rug and he wouldn't be playing. I'ma just let y'all know that. But whatever. I ain't gonna get into it. We'll talk about it as the story develops. Other than that, basketball is off to a good start. The only thing I want to tell y'all to change in the NBA is change them goddamn tournament courts. That shit is trash. Okay? I can't focus. I'm sorry. Like a lot of it's very much a distraction. It doesn't look well. You got guys with they look like video game characters on top of that paint. It's it's distracting. But other than that, good idea for y'all to do the tournament. Just more games for people to be opportunities. You gotta do something different though next next year. Make a instead of the money or something, you know, make it like a if you win so many games, you get in the playoffs or something like that. But they get I think a million dollars a team for the wins or whatever for everybody. So even the rookies get it. You know, that's some good that's some good extra bonus money for them. The Lakers might need the games. You just never know. But other than that, I ain't been listening too much. I'm still in my Yonce mode to get into music. We got more music to come. The next couple of weeks is going to pick up because I know that there's Christmas around the way. So we're going to have some more. But other than that, I ain't got much else to talk to y'all about. It's been a good another good week of the episode with your girl, Ashlyn. Sister Zach and the podcast continue to stream the show. Continue to please live well. Take care of yourself. Drink your water. Eat your vegetables. Say a nice thing to someone. Do nice things even when that someone is not around. Uh, and I'm speaking for all of us, even myself, right? And just make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend about the show. Appreciate y'all. And on the next one.